0: Today we are uh, we're excited to see what God's going to do in this place. The more and more... I'm going to hide back here for a second move this back. Cool. The more and more I see God moving in STS, the more excited I get because you guys have got, whether you know it or not, you guys have got a big part. And from front to back... In this worship service that we have every Sunday, your peers get together, have gotten together over the past few weeks, to formulate some of the talks, some of the illustrations, some of the, the all of the questions that we've been going through on uh, on Sunday mornings in our our table groups, um, our worship sets. I mean, you guys have. I mean, it's just been so. So, so cool. And this morning, uh, we're just going to continue in our worship as we talk. And so if you'll turn in your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, to Galatians chapter 5. My name is Ryan, and I'm so glad that I get to hang with you every every uh, Sunday and Wednesday, and I am just honored. Uh, I do want to take a moment and just a second to pray for our 5th and 6th graders. They are on their spring retreat right now, and they, are, uh, they did some whitewater rafting yesterday, and, and they're just having a blast, so they'll be coming home later on. Today, So I want to pray for them. I want to pray for our service today, our our, our time together today, that God would continue to talk to us as we go through our Fruit of the Spirit series. And this will be the last one in our Fruit of the Spirit series. Two weeks ago we talked about the upward, last week we talked about the outward, and today we're going to be talking about the inward fruit of the Spirit. And those, those things displayed in our lives that God is actually the personality of Jesus. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I'm really excited to see how all this gels together. Uh, Just a few announcements, and I have one thing for you guys that I really would love for you guys to be a part of. Tomorrow at 4 p.m., 4 p.m. If you guys can be a part, we would love for you to be in the loft. We're making a promo video for our Awaken series that we're going through the next 3 weeks and then celebrating the 22nd, but we need your help. We need you to be in that video. We need as many students as possible to be here tomorrow at four o'clock. if you can make it be right in here at four o'clock tomorrow it would it may take about an hour for us to, to finish up shooting and everything. again, it's it's you guys doing this stuff. We want you in this video. it starts with one and you'll see how it's going to go. but if you can be here tomorrow at four o'clock, please we need all hands on deck tomorrow at four o'clock uh, if you can be here. Dress cool, dress like, like like you want to be in a video, like that's, yes, that's what I want to wear, that's what I want you to wear. So you need to be here four o'clock tomorrow in the loft. Be here, we need your help for that, so don't miss out. So over the next few uh Moments we've got a big day, and I want to I want to kind of clue you in on the day Starting at 4 o'clock tonight We have spring fest and we want you to be there So tomorrow starts at 4 tonight starts at 4 and we want you to be a part of spring fest It's gonna be super cool super fun, and uh, there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be two or three food trucks And then there's gonna be like this stunt jumps thing and it's just man It's just gonna be killer so you don't want to miss out on spring fest And then they have the bungee run like the neck snapper thing You know you run you got the bungee thing and and then snap back and your neck is signed the waiver. So it's, it's, it's going to be good. So let's pray. We'll dive in. So the next few moments, I'm going to ask that you don't talk to your neighbor because you're going to be watching Addie and watching her awesome artistic abilities as we talk today, and you're going to try to figure out what's going on. So I want you to zone in on what God has for you today. Don't be a distraction to your neighbor because God has something to say to you today. And I'm excited about that. So let's pray together. God, I love you so much. I thank you for these students. I thank you for what you're going to do in this place. And I just pray that you show up in a mighty, huge way today. God, I just pray that you meet with us, Lord, as we talk about the last part of the fruit of the Spirit, the inward part of the fruit of the Spirit, as we talk about faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So Lord, I love you. And I thank you for today. I thank you for these, again, I I just can't thank you for these students enough. And it's in Jesus' name, amen. When I think about the N-word, if you have your notes, I want to encourage you to to take notes this morning. One of my favorite chapters in Scripture is Psalm 139. One of my favorite chapters in Scripture is Psalm 139 because it talks about how God knit us together in our mother's womb, how He created us, our inmost being. He knew us. He knows how many hairs are on our head. He knows our name. He knows everything about us, and He created us to to do good things and He created us to know Him. And and as we become believers in Christ, we intercept or we get the fruit of the Spirit. Now, what is the fruit of the Spirit? We've been talking about this over the past couple of weeks. The fruit of the Spirit is the personality of Jesus. And so when I look at Psalm, 130, one, Psalm 139... I think about this phrase and I know this is kind of weird but has anybody ever heard this phrase just be yourself? Has anybody ever heard just be yourself? You just need to be yourself. Most of us even if you didn't raise your hand, you've heard that phrase, just be yourself. And then that poses the question, who am I? Who am I? That the Lord no, not that who am I? But who am I? And last week, we talked about the outward and how many of us have a hard time talking to people face-to-face and, and how we do most of our talking over text message or over Twitter or, or over social media. Most of us do that. And, and, uh, and, and at the root of us, a lot of us, I tend to think that we think, and, and I, I get like this sometimes, we think that we are very, very private people, that we are super private people. But at the end of the day, we really aren't. We were like, here's here's an example. So when I took this position as a student pastor here at Church of the Apostles, I really wanted to know you guys. And so I couldn't go to each of you and talk to you and and like get to know you by name. And I couldn't go to each of you and like talk like face to face because there's a lot of y'all and only one of me. And so you know what I did? I went trolling. I mean, I went trolling. And here's what I did. I went on your Instagrams, I went on your Facebooks, I went on your Twitters, I don't have Snapchat so that's probably a good thing, but I I went on your social media and I found out who you were because on social media you might think you're a private person. But you're really not. We put all of our stuff out there. We put what we eat, where we go, the, the things that we're in. We put the, uh, the places that we, like the events that we attend. We put sporting event. We put it all out there on social media. because So everybody knows about us, and, and we don't really hold anything back. And, and we know that because you can tell a lot from a person's social media, and so I de- don't do it right now. Some of you are going, well, I'm going to go find out about somebody. No, 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 that's not, no, no, no. But at the end of the day, is that who you really are? And, and for a lot of us, that really is who you are. And then for some of us, it's not. And if you're a believer in Christ, our inward being should really have a lot to do with these three words that we're going to talk about in the fruit of the spirit. Now, don't forget that the fruit of the spirit is not the fruits of the spirit. It's not like the I love it cornucopia. It's not like that. It's not like the 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 horn on the Thanksgiving table with an apple and an orange and a banana and a grapefruit. Who eats grapefruit in the first place? But it, they 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 have all that stuff. No no no. It's it's a it's like a grape cluster. It's like a grape cluster. It, it, that. All the nutrients come out of the vine, out of the tree of the grape, and it goes into individual fruit, but it's really one fruit, like a grape cluster. And so all of these things in Galatians chapter 5 sum up the personality of Jesus. And when we get to the last three, we're going to take a look for the next few moments what Jesus and how he displayed his faithfulness and his gentleness and his self-control as we dive in here. So Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. We talked about this. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And this this morning again we're going to be talking about the inward, word the last three. Faithfulness. So write that down. Faithfulness. What does faithfulness mean? Some of you are going to be full, to be very, very faithful or to be full of faithfulness or uh, full of faith. Excuse me. Well, let's break it down a little bit more. If you were to to look up the definition, the biblical definition of this, faithfulness, write this down. One's trustworthiness, loyalty, dependability, and devotedness. Let me say that again. I know it's a lot. These are kind of longer uh, definitions, but one's trustworthiness. Loyalty, dependability, and devotedness. Again, so this is the personality of Jesus. Where do we see this in Jesus' life? And I, I, I pose this that you see this all throughout, his faithfulness all throughout Jesus' life. One specific instance would be in John chapter 12. Write that down. John chapter 12, 27 and 28. Jesus said, Now my heart is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? He says, No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. It's right before he's going to the cross. This is, is he saying, this is what it's about. I was born to die. And he says these words, these four words that I love about just really showing his faithfulness. Father, glorify your name. Jesus says, whatever happens, whatever goes on, I'm going to be faithful to the end. I was born for this time to come. Right now, I was born for this time, and Jesus says, "Glorify your name, Father." I want to be faithful to you to the very end, and it doesn't stop there. And then he, if we talk about gentleness. Write that down. Gentleness. Now, what does gentleness mean? What is a, a biblical description of gentleness and how it describes Jesus? And gentleness it describes the quality of not being overly impressed by your sense of importance. It describes the quality of not being overly impressed by your sense of importance. Gentleness is very, 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 very close to humility. It's very close to humility because at the end of the day, it's putting others above yourself. Matthew chapter 11, this is an example of Jesus' gentleness. Matthew chapter 11, 29 and 30, come to me all of you who are weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Listen, this is the words of Jesus. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So what's a yoke? You're going, well, that's that thing in an egg. No, no, that's a yoke. This is a yoke. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. And so what's a yoke? A yoke is a big wooden thing. It's about this, man, it's a, maybe a little longer than this. And it's got two kind of like half moon uh, humps in them with a block in the middle. It's just one big long piece of wood. It's that thing hanging in Cracker Barrel that you're like, what is that thing? I'm about to explain that to you. So, so what would happen is there would be two oxen Two ox, two, yeah, plural is ox. And so, so would be an ox right here and an ox right here. And then what the farmer would do, it was the farmer would put a yoke on both of their backs and it would be in the same position. So if ox on the left would go to the left, the ox on the right would go to the right. If ox on the right would go to the right, the ox on the left would go. It went wherever the farmer led and they would do it together. They would do it together. And so Jesus gives this example of gentleness. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I love this. Take my yoke upon you. And these things could weigh about 150, 200 200 pounds. And Jesus is saying, take my yoke on you. Take it and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And so we see Jesus right here, his gentleness, and he's saying, learn from me, learn from me. But it doesn't stop there. And then we see the last one, the last fruit of the Spirit, self-control, self-control. Literally getting a grip of oneself, self-control. Getting a grip of oneself. Jesus says in Matthew 26, Verse 53 and 54 he says, Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put a disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how would the scriptures be fulfilled? By saying that would happen this way. Listen. When Jesus is dying, he could have called angels upon angels upon angels upon angels upon angels upon angels upon angels, upon angels to deliver him. But he didn't. He, different, he, he held that back. He, he knew among every other thing in his life. And, and this goes way beyond the sin factor that Jesus never messed up. He was tempted and tempted and tempted. And he never failed. He never fell down. He never scraped his knee on sin. He always and consistently, he, he, he always had a grip of himself, even to the cross he knew that he was born to die. And although he could have called angels to take him down, he didn't. And his flesh probably, you know, he's 100% God and 100% man, his flesh was, man, this hurts, I'm in pain and agony, and this just it, horrible, horrible. That, that, that isn't even a strong enough word to describe it, yet Jesus says that it's for God's glory. And so we look at these fruit and we see faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. How do we put these in our lives? How do we, how do we display these in your life? I mean, how does this fit into the picture? And so when it comes to faithfulness, you have to remember that you can't have faithfulness, and this is going to be a, like a duh moment, but you can't have faithfulness without having faith without having faith. Do you remember me talking a couple of weeks ago about that little old lady that sat in front of me in church? you remember, remember that little old lady and she had the, her Bible was open and it said, grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. you remember that? I don't know, you might have been snoozing. I don't know, it, that, I would have been for myself. But anyway, but, but I, I left a part out. There was one other word on there that I'll never forget. There's one other word and it was faith. And it, she had this spelled out next to grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. She had the word faith. It said, forsaking all, I trust Him. Forsaking all, I trust Him. And I think about faith and the faith that it takes in your life to live out your faith, and the strength that it takes in your life to live out your faith in front of your friends, in front of your classmates in front of your school, in front of your coworkers, even in front of your family. Write this scripture down, 2 Timothy 2.13. I want you to look that up. 2 Timothy 2.13. Even when we are unfaithful, God, listen, is always faithful. It's just a part of his being. And so if we say that we're believers in Christ... That faithfulness should come out of us. We should be faithful. We should should want to have faith in a creator that never fails. And there's three things that go along with that. Three things that go along with faithfulness in your life and three things that you need to be faithful as a believer. Listen, for the believers in here, this is for you. You need to be faithful to these three things. Number one, to God. You need to be faithful to God in all circumstances times and troubles will come. Jesus even said, "In this world you will have trouble." There's no doubt about it. It's going to happen. But you need to remain faithful to him because he's worthy. The second thing, his calling. His calling, you need to be remain or you need to remain faithful to his calling in your life. You say, Ryan, he hasn't called me to be a preacher. He hasn't called me to be a missionary. He hasn't called me to be a youth pastor. He hasn't called me to do these things. Here's the deal. He's called you right where you're at to serve him and bloom where you're planted. He's called you out. And he wants you to walk with him. And he wants you to walk your faith out at school. So you have to be faithful to him. And you have to be thankful for his his calling and number three, I really do think that you have to be faithful to his church, to the body of Christ. Too many times, I'm gonna tell you, it's really, really easy to miss a Sunday. It's really, really easy to miss a Wednesday. It's really, really easy. Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews, uh, uh, most people think it's Apollos, but the writer of Hebrews says, do not get in the habit of not meeting together. He's saying, make sure that you are together because we have got to energize. Man, when I'm with you, I energi I get energy. Not like some supernatural, weird kind of aura kind of deal. No, no, no. It's the Holy Spirit. When we come together, man, when you're singing and we're together and we're looking at God's word, it pumps me up. And we're in big church and we hear what God has to say through Dr. Youssef and we hear the worship that the team is, is, is bringing. Man, it pumps us up. And because we have to be faithful and you have to be faithful to his church, don't miss out. And so many times it's easy to miss. And too many times, if you miss one, you say, well, I missed that one, there's no need to come again to the next one. And you miss that one, and then you'll say, well, I hit the next series, and then before long, it's like, man, when was the last time I went to church? And so for God, we have to be faithful. We have to be faithful to him, his calling, and his bride, the church. When it comes to gentleness, you have to remember 1 Thessalonians 2, 6 through 8. Write that down. 1 Thessalonians 2, 6 through 8. As a mother cares for his own, her own little children, like a mother caring for their chil- children, we've got to display gentleness. And it's easy to fly off the handle. It's easy to subtweet folks. It's easy to talk back to our parents. And it's easy just to Snap. And as believers in Christ, we're called for gentleness. You're called to be gentle with your friends. You're called to be gentle with your family. And how do you do that? How do you be gentle? Listen, write this sentence down if you're taking notes. It's not all about me. It's not all about me. Too many times I think we get very, very selfish and and in in our humility or try to be humility, we spin it back, but we can't. We have to be gentle gentlemen or gentlewomen. We have to be gentle. We have to be humble. And for some of you that's really hard. It's hard for you because you got all these walls built up and you try to fight it down. And for some of you, you're, this is one of the hardest ones to be gentle, but I'm going to tell you if you can master, listen to me, if you can master gentleness, man, you talk about a relationship with God that is just on fire, that's fun, Whew. but then it leads to the last one self control. Scripture says that the enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking for someone to devour. The enemy is like like a lion that's in the wild, just waiting on that prey to give a moment of just weakness, a moment where they're not paying attention, a moment where it's just ready, ready for that lion to pounce on them. And in those moments of loneliness, in those moments where you're by yourself, or even in those moments when you're in a crowd and you're wanting to say, "Well, I got to stand up and say something," I've got to call them out, or I got to make fun. In those moments, man, don't take a break, breathe in, self-control. Get a grip of yourself. Because for believers, I think that's one thing that we struggle with the most. We have to have self-control. Because God is doing something in us and through us that, that is huge. And so when the enemy tries to come and, and fight us and to attack us, we stand up to his evil schemes. We throw him on the ground and say, no, 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 no it ain't going to happen. Because here's the deal. In our lives, God is painting this picture that the fruit of the Spirit should come out of us because He is in us. And He's painting this picture where where you're trying to live your life one way, but He's saying, no, live it through me. Display love and joy and peace. And patience and kindness and goodness, and faithfulness and gentleness and self control. Because I'm going to tell you, when we understand the painting that God is creating in our lives, whew, the freedom that comes the glory that comes when we just walk with him every day it turns a blank canvas into something beautiful it gives us hope and it gives us a future and so today as we go to our groups man as we talk about these last three things the faithfulness and gentleness and self-control Let's be honest. Let's see how we can live this out in our lives this week and truly make these things count. Let's pray. God, I love you so much. And I thank you, God, for your love for us. God, I thank you for giving us the example of the fruit of the Spirit. Through Paul writing that down, your personality, God, you're so good. As we go to our groups, maybe we remember the picture that you're trying to paint in our lives. It just comes out, and that comes out as you. Lord, we love you, and we give you glory and praise. Speak to us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to our groups.